0: What if it was mandatory that every abandoned lot be given back to the community it existed in to be turned into community gardens, supplying much-needed fresh food for all in the vicinity? What if every rooftop was turned into a sanctuary for birds that could also grow flowers and herbs and other delicious treats for humans and all kinds of species? What if every single structure that we built, that we lived in, and that we worked in became part of a thriving ecosystem? What if we gave the land and ourselves, our bodies, time to rest, regenerate, and recuperate from a big cycle of production. The earth is not a machine. Our bodies are not a machine. Our creativity is not a machine. Every single thing in existence has a rhythm that must be adhered to. And one sure way to get in touch with ours is to get in touch with the earth's. Hello and welcome. This is the Astrology of the Week Ahead podcast and I'm your host, Chani Nicholas. In this podcast, we look at the astrology of the upcoming week and how it will be landing for all of us collectively. For a more personalized reading that dives into the ways that this week's astrology will play out for you, download the Chani app. The app is packed with astro guidance that is personalized to your unique birth chart. We give you a guide to each week's astrology, horoscopes for each planet and part of your life. Detailed birth chart readings, astro magic workshops and rituals, a real-time breakdown of how the current astrology is interacting with your unique birth chart, and a library of guided affirmations and meditations. We designed the Chani app to give folks a way to work with and use astrology for healing, self-discovery, mindfulness, and to hopefully help us all manifest the world we most want to live in. It is currently only available for iPhone, but I promise you we are working as hard as we possibly can on an Android app. In the meantime, Android users can access our content by purchasing the Android workshops on our website, channynicolas.com. In this episode, we're looking at the week of April 18th the week that the sun moves into Taurus, and we also celebrate Earth Day. So let's start at April 18th, Monday. Mercury will make a conjunction to Uranus. Uranus is in Taurus, obviously, so is Mercury. And the sun has yet to move into Taurus. But this is an important message that is going to come through loud and clear. And let's just talk about two things that are happening in Taurus this whole year that are super important to consider. One is that Uranus, the planet of upheaval and change, doing things differently and breaking with tradition, is transiting through Taurus. It's about halfway through its transit there. It's still there for another couple of years, but it's really big news. It only moves through a sign every 84 years or so. The other thing that's happening is we are having eclipses in Taurus this year. The North Node is here. Having the North Node in a sign amps up the meaning of that sign. It increases all of its symbolism. Of course, Taurus is known as the sign that is most closely related to the Earth itself. It is a symbol for productivity and generativity, agriculture, food production, etc. So when you put all of those things together, change and an increase in activity in this part of the world, we know that all issues pertaining to the earth, its health, how we live on the earth, how we work with the earth's resources, how we extract from the earth, or how we are engaged with the earth in a relationship of reciprocity and some kind of generativity. All of those themes get really big and really loud. Uranus in Taurus symbolizes, on one hand, actual shifts or changes to the earth, but can also encourage us to act quickly to change the ways in which we are engaging with the earth especially in regards to food, again, and food production. So we want to start to look at, as the sun moves through Taurus, and we have an eclipse here on April 30th, what those stories are about. Okay, so April 18th, on Monday, we have a Mercury-Uranus conjunction. This is happening in Taurus, and it is about having conversations that are loud, that are upending traditions and norms, but they're also getting to the heart or the root of something in regards to, again, the changes that are taking place on the earth and the ways in which we need to change how we are engaging with the planet itself. In your personal life, you might discover that there's something that feels just urgent and also like electric that you need to say and it shifts the conversation in a pretty major way. Also on this day Venus in Pisces gorgeous makes a sextile to Uranus in Taurus and this is about discovering new pleasures and new ways to connect with those that you are centering. So highly encourage you to have the conversations that you feel are game-changing Or notice the conversations or the information that comes to you that feels kind of revolutionary or game changing, that like shifts everything. And also think about the ways in which you can try new things and do things in a different way to foster relationship and connection with your loved ones and with the planet itself. Also on Monday, Monday is a very active day, the sun makes a square to Pluto. And the theme for this is all about personal power. The sun is getting ready to leave Aries. It's exalted in Aries. It's really strong. But this is a configuration that challenges that strength and asks us to source it from a deeper place. When the sun squares Pluto, we're reminded that we actually can't stay the same. We always need to be going through a process of transformation, especially if we actually want to be in touch with our own authentic power. We have to keep uncovering deeper layers of ourselves and our talents, getting down to the real reason of why we're here and what we're supposed to do. So this transit acts like a shedding. We are shedding the layers of personality that maybe people have gotten used to, but that have gotten in the way of us being true to ourselves. Okay, so that's Monday. And then Tuesday, we move into Taurus season, specifically at 7.24 p.m. Pacific time. So for a lot of folks the world over, that will technically be on Wednesday the 20th. So it all depends on what time of the day it is, the sun moves into a new sign at a different time every year. So yes, you can still be an Aries if you're born on April 19th and celebrate your birthday as an Aries on April 19th. But at 7.24 p.m. Pacific time, the sun is going to move into Taurus. And babies born from that point on will literally actually be a Taurus. Okay. And share the same birthday with you. That's all possible. That's why time is so important in astrology. So as we move into Taurus season, we move into eclipse season. The eclipses will be on April 30th. That'll be a solar eclipse in Taurus. And May 15th, that'll be a lunar eclipse in Scorpio. Yikes. That one will be intense. We'll talk about that more as we get closer to that part of the year. But and also you can listen to your year ahead reading. We cover the eclipses, the south node in Scorpio and eclipses in Scorpio and what they might mean. The year ahead is available in the Channy app if you're a subscriber in the workshop section. It's also available to purchase on our website channingnicholas.com if you're an android user we also have the guidebook the 2022 year ahead guidebook for your sign that you can also purchase on our website channingnicholas.com the only other thing to happen this week that is of major note is that on sunday the 24th mercury makes a square to saturn and this will generally be about information or conversation or data that gives us some boundaries or feels like it hems us in a little bit or gives us a reality check that maybe we need but don't necessarily want. But that's it. So it's a pretty open week. And because we're moving towards eclipse season, we want to acknowledge how lovely that is, how much free time we're given and free reign we're given. And knowing that another eclipse season is about to take place by the end of next week, we know that we're entering into a time period where a lot of changes are about to take place. Eclipse season generally signals an ending slash beginning, and it is a moment where a new pattern can get set. Eclipses happen every six months, and they really are turning points in the year. Of course, they're about shadow and light, and the unconscious, and the conscious, and maybe getting a peek into our own shadow material personally and collectively, but also having a moment where we get to touch into or witness an aspect of the unconscious that we don't normally get to do. It's also a really good time to cleanse to purge, to let go. And because this first eclipse is happening in Taurus, it's Taurus season, the north node, the point of increase is in Taurus, Uranus is in Taurus. We know that the earth, the earth's medicine, the earth's many creatures and life forms are a high priority. They're going to be a big topic of conversation. Of course, it's Earth Day, so globally we'll be talking about that anyways. It just so happens that Earth Day falls in Taurus season. I don't know if they consulted an astrologer or an astrological calendar, but may this Earth Day be one that shakes us awake, that reminds us that if we don't have a planet that is prosperous and generative and healthy and functioning and in balance, We don't have any of that in our own lives and selves and world. So we have one home. The billionaires can go live on Mars if they want to. Hashtag see you, hashtag bye. Uh, I wanna live here and I want what we have here. We have everything we need and we have more than enough to supply everyone on this planet with exactly what they need. And it is time, it is past time, it is way past time that we focus on that, that we align ourselves with the generative power of this planet and live in accordance with it in any and all ways possible. Before we go, I just wanna say thank you so much to everyone who has left us a review in the app store it means the world to us really honestly truly we read all of them we take all of your advice to heart and i just wanted to leave you with one of our favorite reviews lately this review is from suzy q rarely blown away by an app but this one is so gorgeous and content beautiful in substance and form and truly accessible that I kind of can't help myself, smiley face. Information is given with a lot of clarity and warmth. One feels in good hands. Love the whole vibe and so much to explore and take in. It feels pleasantly bottomless. Bravo to all the team and to the hearts in the right place with proceeds, etc. It is clear in every pixel. That your mission is for good. All right, y'all. Sending you so much love. Many, many, many blessings. Happy Earth Day. Bye for now.